Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Welcome to Andy Staples on E. It is time to pick the playoff. Jesse Simonton, welcome aboard. Uh, we are very lucky, Jesse, in that we don't actually have to decide who makes the playoff. Uh, that is not our responsibility. There are people who are in a lovely hotel in Grapevine, Texas, who will actually make that decision. But we can give them some suggestions. I just, you know what, Andy, after this kind of wild weekend, I'm just imagining Boo Corum eating all the lettuce he can get his mouth on right now because the man's going to be absolutely speaking some word salads tomorrow to explain whatever decision this committee comes to. I know there's a lot of debate and discourse right now on Twitter. Uh, it's certainly on fire with folks of all different teams kind of arguing who should and shouldn't be in. But like you said, we don't have to decide. We can just make some suggestions. All right. Well, we'll be on our hands. Exactly. All right. This is not going to be a super long show tonight, guys. We're because this isn't going to last very long. By 1221 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday, you will know who's in the playoff. So we're just going to we're going to hash it out a little bit. We're going to see where, if we can come to an agreement. All right. Jesse. I'm going to give you the floor. Give me your four. And my your four. Now, is this is this mine or what I think the committee is going to do? Uh, I want to hear yours first, and then I want and, and 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 then we'll do mine, and then we'll talk about what we think the committee is going to do. Okay, my four would be Michigan, Washington, Texas, and Alabama. Okay. And in that order, it, it, it in that order. And the, I'm leaving, honestly, Andy, I'm leaving two teams out there because Florida state should absolutely feel shafted if they don't make it because they're an undefeated conference champ. And yes, you shouldn't penalize a team for being down to its third string quarterback. And they were gritty and gutsy as hell tonight. That defensive performance, uh, but by, by the Knowles, Adam Fuller's unit, just, Damn impressive. I mean, seven sacks against Louisville. Their backs were against the wall the whole game. They knew they had to get stops, and they did it every time. But Michigan would sign up for them 10 out of 10 times, and they would turn down Alabama 10 out of 10 times. And so I give the nod to the Tide because the Tide <clears throat> beat the Bulldogs. And Kirby Smart's right. You were there in the press conference tonight, uh, Andy. He's right. They're one of the best four teams. but despite Boo Corrigan and Bill Hancock and others insisting otherwise, that's not how the committee has ever done this. This is not a power rankings. It is a resume rankings. And Georgia lost tonight when in a crowded field they couldn't afford to. And so while I do think they're one of the best four teams and no one would want to face them just like your blind, blind test, they don't get in. So my four, again, Michigan, Washington, Texas at three, Alabama at four, that's who I would roll with. All right. What do you think? Well, I'll, I'll give you my four. Who do you got? 
Now it's yours. All right. Yeah. So this is a uh, this is going to be anticlimactic because my four is also your four. Michigan, and, and now I'm not entirely sure Michigan should be number one over Washington. I think that's a I think that's a great debate because they now have I think absolutely Andy I'm up for that argument because even though Washington has seven one score wins on the season mm-hmm. this is Michigan's offense and I mean like they basically if the playoff goes how I think it's going to or how the 14 fields how I think it's going to go Michigan basically got a layup tonight against Iowa and may get a layup against Florida State should they right. be the beneficiary of that of of such you know good fortune so. This is this is my my question here. I, let's say Michigan, Washington are in whatever order you want. Then you've got Florida State thirteen and zero, Texas twelve and one, Alabama twelve and one, Georgia is twelve and one. Now I said I said this week if Texas messed around, didn't look very good, that there might be a chance that that Alabama and Georgia both got in if Alabama won. I don't. That's not the case. Texas blew out Oklahoma State. Texas is is probably in, and I think you have to put Texas in over Alabama because they played, and Texas beat them on the road by ten. Now I had somebody ask me this at the SEC championship game tonight, Jesse. This was after the game. This is one of the high muckety mucks asked me. So if Alabama had played a MAC team instead of Texas. Is Alabama in the playoff easily? Like, are we having a conversation, an argument at all? Of course not. Alabama would probably be in ahead of Texas because of reputation and everything else. So I don't like the idea of anything that cools playing good non-conference games. Now, I realize that would be a conference game next year. And I think that I think changing the system next year also will take care of that because you don't have to go undefeated anymore. It won't matter. In that but, scenario, in that scenario, Andy. Mm-hmm. I think Georgia gets in over Texas. I think if you're Alabama, right. If Alabama, that's, that's smashes, exactly what he said. As Greg Alabama Sankey smashes, was walking out, yeah, as Greg Sankey was walking out tonight, that's what I said to him. I said, if Alabama or if Texas had scheduled Ole Miss or Missouri or any other SEC team instead of Alabama, Alabama and Georgia would be in the playoff tomorrow. Yeah, because especially when you look at how the game, I mean, Georgia was uncharacter- uncharacteristically sloppy tonight, miss a field goal, turn the ball over inside the red zone season high in penalties you have all sorts of play i think they were down by the end you know five or six starters uh and but and yet you lose by three points on a neutral site you know Mm -hmm. to in this hypothetical if alabama had played a mac team an undefeated team georgia would absolutely be in but you they can't be because because the tide and, and longhorns did play great point by chad in the chat if you use the bama should have scheduled a mac team argument then you can't pick Bama over Florida State, who scheduled LSU and Florida in the non-conference. So that is a great counter-argument to that. Fantastic counter-argument by Chad. So I, this is, this is the thing. And like the Florida State thing, I'll get to why I don't think they'll pick Florida State. But I think if we're thinking about this from a standpoint of what have you done, what have you overcome – Winning with a third-string quarterback in the ACC championship game, a true freshman starting his first game, and having that dominant defensive performance—that's actually that actually speaks very well of Florida State. I know people are are going to say they watch that game and they're like, "I don't want to watch this team in the playoff." They'll be better in the playoff. Rodemaker's better than than Brock Glenn. 
Obviously, it's not the same as if they had Jordan Travis. I think the committee will will use the Jordan Travis thing as a built-in excuse. I think they will say, if they had Jordan Travis, we would have put them in, but they don't have Jordan Travis, so we're going to go with Alabama. And I, I also don't think they're leaving the SEC champ out. I just I, don't. I have said, I, have said I, I believe the same thing, Andy, but here's why I would be open to us being wrong. Yeah. Uh, Florida State tonight defensively, 14 tackles for loss. They were just in a sport that just really lifts up, you know, guts and grit and perseverance. I do think that that can be a galvanizing storyline that this committee gets behind. And they say, oh, look at look at what Mike Norvell did in that second half, you know, basically going to the Wildcat offense and, and you know, having that be the, the changeup that leads the Seminoles to complete their undefeated season. You and I both agree. This is an entertainment product, and mm-hmm. this is supposed to be about the best games. But that is not always the way it happens. A year ago, TCU d- – lost in this very weekend and still got in, even though they were not one of the best four teams because the results on the field mattered. And that's what the, that's what the committee went with. And that's why Alabama didn't get in and the Horned Frogs did. And we saw what happened. So Boozy Fed in the chat says, one Michigan, two Washington, three Alabama, four Georgia because of Texas's loss to Oklahoma. I don't think losing to a 10-2 and two team is uh... – is the end of the world there, <laughs> boozy fed. Uh, but listen, let's let Kirby Smart make his argument because he was asked after the, the Alabama game what his argument would be about Georgia. Because listen, if we did, if we played the Vegas game, Jesse, Georgia would be favored over almost all these teams. I don't think they'd be favored over Alabama anymore, but I think they'd be favored over, over everybody else. Ohio State, I think, would be favored over half the teams that we're talking about. So, again, if we play the Vegas game, that's that's what you get. But let's hear what Kirby said. Um, as far as your, your second question, look, Bill Han- Hancock said it's not the most deserving. He said simply it's the best four teams. So you're going to tell me somebody sitting in that uh, committee room and doesn't think that that Georgia team is not one of the best four teams. I don't know if they're in the right uh, profession because uh, – it's, it's, it's a really good football team. It's a really talented football team. It's a really balanced football team. Um, so, you know, they have to make that decision. But it's the best four teams, and uh, that's critical. Is Georgia one of the best four teams, though? Is I'm, that- I'm going pu- I'm, I'm to push back on, on what you just said, Andy. I think, I, think, I, think, I think Georgia would still be favored over Alabama. Oh, you think – possibly a, true. I, th- it would, I think it would be a shorter spread. I think it would be like one or two. But when you account for the fact that C- CBS had their halftime guy come on and say one of the biggest pitiful plays of the game should have been reviewed and possibly overturned, mm. and then you account for that huge play that was a huge difference in the game and Georgia's injury situation, I think that Vegas would end up shaking that out where they would still be a point or two favor favorite against the Tide. And if they're a favorite against the Tide, they're probably favored against every other team in the field. So, so JLS- yes, they would be one of the best four teams. JLS Dory in the chat. How are you going to take Georgia out of the conversation, especially when comparing to FSU and everyone else? And th- this is this is where you get stuck here because you have Florida State, and the eye test says that Georgia would beat Florida State. Now we don't know that, but it's 
this is the problem. This is the problem with not deciding it on the field. And, and I realize next year everything's going to be different and they're going to have it figured out. And we're we're going to see them decided on the field. But we don't know who would win if they played. We're guessing at who would win if they played. But people were guessing that LSU would beat Florida State before they played at the beginning of the season, and they didn't. People were guessing that Alabama would beat Texas before they played, and they didn't. People were guessing, and, Ella, and, and Vegas was favoring Oregon before they played Washington in the Pac-12 championship, and Washington won. So they do play the games for a reason. So I, that's that's the part for me that I it's hard because I do think like if Alabama and Florida State played, Alabama probably win. But I also think that Texas should get in over Alabama because they did play and Texas won. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it's the, the head to head. You know, the committee has their parameters with the head to head conference champions means you know it means something. The head to head is another tiebreaker from them. The argument, and I again, I don't. I think I think we, we I think you and I are in agreement, Andy, that we both think Georgia probably is one of the best four teams, but they mm -hmm. are not going to make the field. The irony of this, and this is this is how the playoff is always kind of shaking itself out, um, even if the committee has not not faced as difficult a decision as they will tomorrow, uh, is that if Georgia had lost to Missouri, but then ended up winning the rest of the way and won today, they're mm -hmm. in. But Alabama's out. So that that's it's just that there's another team to compare against, and you've got to figure out which because you've only got four slots. No, but they but I mean, would they but I'm saying like they would probably be in even if it was, you know, them versus Texas, you know, because it would be those two would be compared. But it was just it, it this is there's gonna be some hotly debates. I think you feel more strongly than I do that the committee is going to leave Florida State out. I am more skeptical that that's going to happen. So DK fishing and outdoors, what is the SEC's best out of conference win? That is a great question. Is it Mizzou over K State? Am I missing one there? Is it Ole Miss beating a Tulane team without Ole Michael Miss Pratt? Tulane. Yeah, but two and Tulane didn't win that win that conference. So, I uh, yeah, this is most years you can. There's quite a few you can point to. This is not one of those years. No. And that's another one. If Georgia had gotten to play Oklahoma, mm -hmm. that would have been another data point that we could have used to compare teams by since Texas lost to Oklahoma. That game getting scrapped now looks even – it has an even bigger magnitude. You know, it's magnified even more because of the transitive, you know, head-to-head -head stuff that we would be able to pull off there. <laughs> Donovan in the chat with maybe the worst question we've gotten all night. What is Texas significant wins? They beat Alabama, Donovan, in Tuscaloosa by 10. Perhaps the most significant win other than Alabama beating Georgia tonight. Yeah, that was not sure what, not sure. Not maybe, maybe he got a flashy thing like the men in black guy. So he kind of forgot. Yeah, he got neuralized. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. All right. Let, let, speaking of that, speaking of that, Jesse, let us, 
let us go to the tried and true surefire way of deciding when when you're trying to figure out the fourth playoff team. We say that I, I do this every year. There's only one real way to do this. And uh, for, for this, it requires the committee to decide who number one is. So you have to decide whether you want Michigan or, or Washington to be number one. I guess uh, consensus right now is that Michigan will be that team. So, and I realize given the person I'm about to talk about, this may be taken very different ways because he's been in the news so much, but you now have to, you have to kidnap Jim Harbaugh. You have to roll up in the windowless van outside of Lucas oil stadium in Indianapolis. You're going to kidnap Jim Harbaugh. You take him to a nearby hotel that JW Marriott. There is very nice. Take him there. Get a nice suite. Have the bag over his head. You don't think he's going to think he's talking to the NCAA. Maybe or so like Connor. He's like Connor. Is this a special up? No. All right. So you've got Jim Harbaugh in the hotel suite. You give him. You dose him with the truth serum. You say, Jim, we're trying to figure out what to do here. I'm going to give you a three team. Normally we only do this with two teams, but this is this is a very special year. Going to do it with three teams. I'm going to give you three teams. Here you go. These are your three teams: Texas, Alabama, and Florida State. Who would you most like to play? In the semifinal. And Jim Harbaugh will immediately answer Florida State. And they will go, well, that's not who you're playing, Jim. Now, who would you like to play? And he'll go, Texas. And they'll go, well, that's not who you're playing, Jim. Also, think of that. Now, I, I for one, I, I don't know about you, Jesse. I have never Is he crazy struck- enough to say Georgia? They do have a Georgia period at practice. <laughs> They do. He doesn't. He doesn't want Georgia. He's like. He's like. If you didn't ask me, Georgia, I'm not mentioning them. I want you to forget Georgia exists because there's no way I want to see them. Okay. So I. I have never been one to believe that the committee makes any decisions based on ratings. They don't work for ESPN. I don't think that matters to them. I don't think they care about that. That said. If Michigan and Alabama were to play in a semifinal, which I would assume is in the Rose Bowl, how crazy would that game be in the run-up with your Harbaugh versus your Saban, with your Harbaugh got suspended for, you know, six games this year, with your all of it? How wild would that be? Oh, it'd it be it that I'm again, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, and it's not to diminish or you know overlook what florida state has accomplished but that would be incredible and that would set us up too andy for a potential rematch between the longhorns and the tide mm-hmm. now I will and it would be another case it'd be another case where washington would would probably be uh you know seen as an underdog again and and caitlin abora would be like yo i've only lost 11 games in my life like i think i got this so Jesse, we have thousands and thousands of people joining us right now. I want to ask you thousands and thousands of people because you're you're all in the comments. And, and so get, get your typing fingers ready. And I'm going to ask you this. Which semifinal game would you most want to see? Michigan, Florida State, Michigan, Texas, or Michigan, Alabama? What would you like to see the most? What would make you the happiest if you knew that was coming on your TV? Spoiler alert, I'm guessing Florida State, Michigan is going to get ranked last. I I am, but I still don't know. Like, I am not ready 
to throw out the idea of them putting Florida State in. I just cannot see them putting Florida State. Like, whoever gets left out is going to be righteously outraged and completely justified in their outrage. Completely. If it's Florida State and they're 13-0, and how can you leave out a 13-0 and team? If it's Texas and Alabama gets in, how can you put Alabama in over the team that beat them head-to-head in Tuscaloosa? If it is Alabama, how can you leave them out when you know of the teams we're talking about? They're probably the best one. I I see the argument for Florida State. The, the, the argument, I mean, it's it's th- that results have to matter. They went undefeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you win. Uh, the ACC was watered down this year. You know, they were not all that overly impressive down the stretch, even with, with Jordan Travis healthy at the end. But for them to gut out these wins, coming back in the swamp last weekend and then beating a Louisville team that, you know, there is some – uh, interesting transitive property games against other highly ranked teams. You know, Notre Dame struggled against the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Louisville blew out Notre Dame. You know, Ohio State, you know, had, had issues there. Uh, and, you know, it's just – I would much rather see Alabama in that four spot. It, you know, the, 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 the crazy chaos – Andy would be if somehow they left Texas and Florida State out. That's not, I don't think that would be Alabama happen. and Georgia. Like I said, I, I said during the week, I thought there was a chance of that if Texas played poorly. They didn't. Right. Texas, and, and here's the thing about Texas 350 from Quinn Ewers in the first yeah. half. Texas on the right day can beat anybody we're talking about here. On the wrong day, they can lose to any of them. But Texas has the dudes to go toe-to-toe with Michigan or Alabama and beat them. And obviously, we seen that we saw them beat Alabama. They go toe-to-toe with Georgia and beat them, I think. They have the dudes. They could go toe-to-toe with Washington and beat them. So I, I think well, they're more Texas talented. Being, they're more talent. They're more talented than the Huskies. They the, Texas, yeah. in terms of your in terms yes. of your dudes mat, matter ratings, you know, Ari Wasserman's your your, your former buddies, uh you know, um, dudes everywhere and, and him having like the, the top three teams, the A A list or however he's labeled that group. Texas is the closest of these teams of being in that field. Exactly. Exactly. So it, it is going to be a fraught debate in that committee room. I don't know what, you know, I, I, I can't tell you what they're going to do. I can tell you what I think they're going to do. And what I think they're going to do is what Jesse and I said when we picked our four at the beginning of the show. Michigan one, Washington two, Texas three, Alabama four. That's what I think they're going to do. Now, I, I don't think it would surprise me if it went Michigan one, Washington two, Texas three, Florida State four. But I the SEC getting left out for the first time ever. Yeah. The Greg Sankey tweet that comes out of that would be scorched earth. You know, we don't normally get uh, earthquakes down here in the South, Andy, but I think at about 1221, if that happens, if Alabama gets left out, plus Georgia fans belly aching about being a 12 and one two time champ, likely getting left out. I think think you're going to feel a little seismic shake there. 
in the Atlanta greater area, you know, Birmingham, I, I think there's going to be a just 20 million people all jump up and down at the same time, ca- causing a little rumble. Well, let me, let's, let's tie things back to the beginning of the football season, the, 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 what was going on in the preseason. If Florida State gets left out, how much more do they want out of the SEC or out of the ACC? We already know they want out of the ACC, but how much more do they want out of it if this happens? The, uh, what's the what's the funny movie line that like there is no the the limit is unknown? I mean, it's uh, it's just like yeah. it's, the limit it, does not exist from uh, the limit does not exist. Girls. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. This is the limit does not exist. They th- it would be scorched earth, scorched earth. Now that doesn't mean they can do much. You know, they, right. they belly ached and, and crowed all off season and, and into the summer about getting out of the, the, the grant of rights in the ACC. And they still haven't found uh, a, a lawyer with enough loopholes to, to, to kind of settle that in court. So they, they can cry all they want. They would at least have a greater reason here if, if they got if a 13 and 0 team got, you know, said, hey, here's the door. Number five. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just it would it would be more of this, and I'll throw another piece of it at at you. If I were Greg Sankey and I wanted to really just plant a bug in the minds of the committee members, I would go on TV before they make their final decisions, and I'd say, "Hey, remember when I pushed a twelve team playoff that would have started in twenty twenty three? Do you remember who blocked that? Do you remember which commissioners blocked that? Pac twelve, the Big Ten, the ACC." None of this would be happening right now if those guys hadn't blocked it. True, true, but cold. And and say you know, Sankey's a gangster. He he would not put it past him. Would not put it past him. Oh, I wouldn't put it past him. He's. I mean, he he would be so mad if his if his league is left out. Because remember, they're the only league that's been in every year in the fourteen. And this would mean they didn't make it every year of a 14. And I think that would that would be a big problem for him. And not that there's anything you can do about it if, if they get left out. But it would be fascinating to see just how angry he gets and what he says. And I think, again, the Florida State people, same deal. If they're left out, they will be breathing fire. And they I will be apoplectic, Andy. They they will that exactly. They, and they will bring they will breathe that fire in every possible direction. And they will be justified in their anger, completely justified. Well, that's the thing, is that whoever whoever gets left out is absolutely gonna have a qualm to stand on. Yeah. Whether it's Alabama, whether it's Florida State, even Georgia down there, I think at six is gonna have, you know, they can at least make an argument, although again. The results have to matter. Before we closed up here, Andy, I do want to give uh, a shout to Rhett Lashley, SMU. Congratulations to them. They're going to be in the ACC next season, but for them to win that uh, championship, I I think Liberty, I think Jamie Chadwell and and Liberty is going to end up getting the New Year's Six bird. Yeah, by the way, if you didn't watch the Conference USA Championship game Friday night, it was fantastic. It was a great game. And, and 35, Liberty basically, out, yeah, outlasts New Mexico State. Ended up winning 49-35. Um, Washington looked amazing 
against Oregon. I it's weird because Oregon was winning that game by three late, but it never felt like they were going to win. It always felt like Washington was going to win. Um, yeah, the, and then another another one of these that obviously we haven't talked about at all. The Mountain West Championship game. Boise State fired their coach three weeks ago, and they won the Mountain West. Spencer Danielson, the interim coach, and I love it. One of the defensive players for Boise State got interviewed after the game, and he goes, I think the search is over. Yeah, we had Bush Hamden, their offensive coordinator, on the show on Thursday, and he was like, look, this has been an amazing time. Love these players. We're making memories of the last lifetime. Nobody knows what's going to happen Sunday or Monday, but we're in it together. And they won the conference. So congratulations to them. Uh, Jesse, this has been an incredible football season, and it is not going to end without one more big argument. So everybody, let's get some sleep. I don't think the yeah, people yeah. in Grapevine are getting any sleep. But they're going to figure out who's in the college football playoff. And we will talk to you as soon as they do on Sunday. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And it is going to be absolutely wild. We'll talk to you tomorrow.